The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as my daily devotions, the DDDs, they're going to become a big part of our spiritual reflection today as we review some of the things that I found as I was going through the scriptures and thought, huh, that's good. Also, sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, not ones like this, but real ones that actually come from Captain Chris. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Uh, The way things are going, especially yesterday, I'd say uh, by the end of the week. Also, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't, but we could if we decide to and just be doers of the word and not just hearers. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, at the same time, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Can I repeat that again? We don't know what we're doing. Dave, do you know what you're doing? No. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. I can promise you nobody knew that was coming. I guarantee it. And uh, we really yeah, yeah, just don't care. And uh, that's really not that important. What's important is for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking the question about living life as a Christian, which means sometimes when you hear news that makes your head go boing and you don't know what to do, you trust in the Lord and turn to passages like Psalm 46, 1, 2, and 3 that says that we trust in the Lord even if the mountains fall into the sea, that we have confidence in the faithfulness of our God. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a praise report or a prayer request, we encourage you to reach out to us. We don't want you to let it die of loneliness. Just call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972 972- Four four five zero seven seven zero, and when you do that, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and then you know you're sailing in the right direction. I was thinking about that. They have that Christopher Cross song, Sailing, right? We ought to brought, we ought to bring that into it at some point. Okay, all right. Also, you can text us two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's two one four two one zero eight four eight three, or you can email us David at he must increase dot org. That's David at he must increase dot org, which leads us to our website, which is not only a place to give. Hint, 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 hint. But a place to get a book at a pretty good discount, 99 cents, not too bad. Plus there are videos, there are um, audios, audio clips as well, some pictures, some different things on there. Just to encourage you in the Lord, please check out hemustincrease.org. 
Website, he must increase that or he must increase that org. Email David at he must increase dot org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Now, for those that do not know, I'll give you a couple of hints as to what's been going on today. Today, I even asked Eric. Uh, Eric had texted me because why? The website was down. Oh, that was that was the begin. That before that, I opened up my computer. All of my saved links stopped working. Okay, wait, wait, this is wait. Before that, before that, my head was hurting from the surgery that I had the other day. And uh, so sometimes when your head hurts and you go to bed, you have really weird dreams. I had that. So I woke up in a fog, open up my computer. The links aren't working. As I'm moving forward, the site is down. This was this was my day. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm with you guys. You'll see this in a second. How much I'm with you. Then uh, I was uh, you know doing my prayer and so forth. I got the bandage wet on my head, so I had to replace the bandage uh, for where the surgery was. Right. Then I couldn't access the financial institutions that I have. Then I drive to the studio. I get here, and my car, as I pull in the parking lot, dies on the spot. And then, because I go back out to try and fix the car, I'm sweating, so the Band-Aid falls off. Now, all that to say this. Guess what? The car is working. The site is back up. Uh, my head feels pretty good. Probably needs a little bit of air because it had so much, so many bandages on it. And all, all that to say, everybody goes through stuff like that. Everybody has days like that. Everybody has one thing after another, after another, and after another. And you feel like, oh, the universe. It's not just, it's not just the enemy. It's not just uh, demons. It's maybe the angels and the Lord and everybody and people who are driving and every single thing that exists. It's all against me. Here is the key to overcoming, two keys. And I, I kind of used them pretty good today. I thought I kept a pretty good attitude. Although I, I, you can't tell me at some point you just go, oh, this is, this is class. I'm just adding it up now. The first key is to never forget that the Lord is with you. It doesn't matter what you're going through. I mean, we're going to go off script here. It doesn't matter what your process is. It doesn't matter, you know, what it is or how the level or the depth of it. God has not abandoned you. God will never abandon you. God is committed to you. He knows faithfulness way beyond our capacity. We don't even understand faithfulness. When people hurt us, we pull back. When we hurt God, he's still there. That's faithfulness. So that was the first thing, is to recognize, you know what, the Lord's with me. And then the other part about this is I have two choices right then and there, just like you have two choices every time. I can lift, list this up, and I, li- I was writing the list, this list to share this with you, thinking I really don't want to write this list because I don't want to make a list of the complaints. But the idea behind this was that I wanted to share with you that I go through what you go through. And then as I'm doing it, I'm telling the Lord, you know— I, I really, I thank you because in every one of these things, you gave me deliverance, right? I mean, my head's feeling a little better without the Band-Aid on it. I find that to be amazing. All my computer links are working. I have full access to my financial institutions. The site is no longer down, and the car is no longer dead. And so you have to think, well, uh, yeah, but you had to go through that. Yeah. And how I go through it probably had much more to do with the test than going through it. Now, am I going to go through stuff like that again? You betcha. (laughs) 
<laughs> if I had a trillion dollars to bet, <laughs> I would say yes. But just because you go through tough things doesn't mean anything other than the Lord just tightening it up. And then I thought, you know what I thought immediately after I got through the, I know God is with me and I'm going to praise him through his process. I was thinking somebody needs to hear this. Somebody in our radio audience needs to hear that no matter what you're going through, no matter how bad it is, even if it's one smack in the head after another, right in a row. The Lord has not abandoned you. He is not giving up on you. He's not forgetting about you. He didn't lose your disk drive that has your personal information. He's for you. If he wasn't for you, he wouldn't have become one of us. Just That's it. That's, that's it. If God didn't care, he wouldn't have taken the time. But he did. And that's one of the things in our text we're going to get to in the next segment is Jesus became one of us. Just to communicate that you are not alone in this process. And I know that some of you are going through it. And it's not that you don't have other people contact, and that's really not what I'm saying. It's the loneliness that you feel inside of you that you can't always share everything with everybody, so you have it in your own little box. I know what that's all about, but you can share it with God. And he does know about the box anyway, so you might as well talk to him about it. And in that process, when you're going through that, you have to recognize that's when the enemy's going to tempt you. Uh, this, this, is this Christianity thing working? You know, sometimes, you know, you really do believe, but just forget about it. Just, you know, eat, drink, and be merry because who cares? You know, you believe, you're saved, just jump out, go. There's an airplane jump. <laughs> okay. The problem is when the devil says that, there's never a parachute. That's the problem. And it's not that the Lord wants to be, everybody thinks of God as, well, he's like, he's like a killjoy. He doesn't let anything happen. Let me tell you, most of the time, and we've got, you have to put this percentage somewhere at the 90 plus, plus percent time. Most of the time, people are seeking to do wild things because they're trying to escape. What if you didn't have to escape? What if you found out in life that it wasn't necessary for you to either hide or escape. And by the way, before you think that, oh, that's just only sinful people, King David said, if I, if I, if I go here, you're going to find me here. If I go there, you're going to find me here. There was nowhere. He even said, oh, that I had wings like a dove, that I would fly away. <laughs> just like, okay, yeah, I totally get that. Who doesn't understand that? But you go through all those things, and you know what you say? You say, Lord, you have proven your faithfulness again and again and again. And you acknowledge him in the name of Jesus Christ, and you give honor to the Father, you give honor to the Son, you give honor to the Holy Spirit who enabled you and comforted you to get you through. And you say, man, Lord God Almighty, you are awesome. And you give God the credit that is due because God doesn't owe you anything, but he does take care of you because that's who he is. You're not earning that. You're getting that. Isn't that cool? Sometimes just say thank you and move on. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
The David Spoon Experience. You don't know what's going to happen in one minute, let alone one hour from now. And God, who it's impossible for God to lie, has made this commitment, made this offer, made this opportunity to both you and me and all of us around. The simplicity is that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that the wages of that sin, the wages falling short, is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God, demonstrating his love for us, sent Jesus Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. There is nothing more important than that principle right there, the hope that is offered to believers who acknowledge and surrender to the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's what's being offered. That's what gives you encouragement. That's what enables you to go on. You're going to have a lot of sorrow in this life. Job said it best, a man's days are few and full of trouble. But in the next, there is something so wonderful that even in man's mind, we cannot retain it. For eye has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has, can the heart comprehend, can, can, can't even receive the great things which God has prepared for them that love him. There's such a great thing that's coming for us, such a great place, such a wondrous place. But you got to acknowledge the invitation. you got to say yes. Because if you don't say yes, you're not going to that wedding. The wedding of the Lamb. Don't be that person. Don't be that person that rejects it. Don't be that person that lives in sorrow, in grief, and in sadness. Don't be that person. Be the one that says yes so that you can be a part of the great wedding feast, that you can be a part of the great celebration. Life is much more than this 60, 70, 80, 90 years. It's eternity on the line. And if you've already said yes, rest in the comfort. Rest in that place. Rest in that goodness. That all is well And even on this side, if it's hard, on the other side, it's glorious. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I love that, Phil. That's one of my favorite, favorite things that we've done on this show. I just love that. I can I listen to it. I mean, I just think it's great. Okay. Uh, trivia. Okay, here we go. Bible trivia. All right. What was Peter doing when the maid, remember he was in the inner court, when the maid spoke to him? What was he doing? What was he doing? Probably should say handmaid, but okay. What was Peter doing when the handmaid, that's really what it should say, uh, spoke to him? What was he doing? Just think about what Peter was doing when she spoke to him. 
aren't you? Aren't you? Okay. Uh, if you think you know the answer to that, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Never forget on this show, you are never, you are not required to agree with everything I say. Are you kidding? I don't agree with everything I say. Here's the bottom line to that. You take in information, not just from somebody like myself, but from a pulpit, but from different books and so on and so forth. You process them, and you are then responsible between you and God for that. Okay? It's not you, Nobody else is doing this for you. You hold the candle. You have to determine that. You use the Word of God uh, as your as your final authority. You use the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you in that process. There might be some things you hear and think, nah, I don't like that. Okay. I'm not worried about that. I'm not my concern that I exist in, it's easier for me, is to encourage you to draw into the Lord. If we're doing that, then we're doing what we're trying to do. That's that's our our big thing. Okay, so you never think oh, I gotta agree with everything he says. Who told you that? All right, and I would just ask you to talk to yourself twenty years ago, and when you do, make sure you don't slap yourself that hard. Okay, <laughs> uh, be a little merciful. All right, do we have somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Annika. Hi, Attica. How you doing? You're... I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm I'm recovering from an interesting morning. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I hear you got your bandages off. Yeah, well, the bandage is off, but there's so much stuff that's going on. It's uh, it, but you know what? I'm so happy, happy or thankful in the gracefulness of the Lord. He's just, he's so kind to me. I mean, I shouldn't even be alive. And that's why, that's why I just think every day, yay, thank you, Lord, thank you. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, if you see any gray matter slipping out, get back in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it drained a long time ago, but I don't want to tell people that. <laughs> You're so funny. I love it. All right, here's a classic question. What was Peter doing when the handmaid spoke to him? What was he doing at that time? I'm thinking this is where he was standing around a fire outside um, when Christ was taken from the Garden of Gethsemane. That is and correct. He was warming his hands. That's exactly it. He was warming himself, and he was... It, it's an amazing contrast, and we'll we'll probably get into it when we get into the Matthew portion. I'm hoping we do anyway. Where Peter, so he they're asking uh, Peter uh, about Jesus, and Peter, you know, he's warming himself this fire, and he's like going, no, 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 don't know, don't know, don't know what you're talking about. Just and goes into the denial, and then Jesus, when Jesus is talking, he said, I spoke openly. So here you got Peter who's in this denial process, and Jesus who says, I spoke openly, and it's like there's such a contrast between those two. And uh, mm. sometimes you can get too close to the comfort, and it kind of breaks down your ability to be bold and speak the right thing. And mm. that's what he was doing. Mm, I so see I that. like yeah. it. That's just yeah, wonderful. That's good. I love it. All right. Yeah. Excellent job, by the way. And it's been a blessing to have you call in and never hesitate. The only thing we do is we have people call in like once a show just to give people the, the, the opportunity. But you're doing a fantastic job, and I just want to give you the props for that, for being such a blessing on the show. Thank you very much, and keep up the great work. You got it. God bless. All Have a right. great weekend. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. 
Excellent job. Love that, don't we? This is fantastic. All right, we're going to skip our DNA for this one. Do it a little later for those that are like, uh, DNA, DNA. Calm. <laughs> Enhance your calm. What is that? Enhance your calm, John Spartan. Isn't that like from the from the that one movie that he's in? I, I think that's right, right? Okay. <laughs> Enhance your calm. All right, so uh, let's go into the text in Hebrews for a second. Hebrews chapter 2. So I'm going to just, I, I was going to really focus in on the, uh, the 18th verse, but I'm not going to do that because it's got just so much in it. So we're just going to concentrate on the verses prior to that. So Hebrews chapter 2, it says this, For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way so he could become a merciful and high priest in matters pertaining to God to make atonement for the sins of the people. Couple things to catch, and there's, you know, all these passages, especially in Hebrews, you can just go on and on. There's so much in there. But I'm going to say something. I don't want you to get mad at me. And I know I'm getting emails, but don't get mad at me, okay? I'm not the one who wrote this. But he says specifically, the author of Hebrews, it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. The redeeming work of Jesus Christ is for humans. Now, you, you, we all agree that nature is going to have a redemptive element. All you got to do is read Romans chapter 1 and Romans chapter 8, and you get this understanding that there will be a redemption element for, for nature that God brings about. And we all understand Billy Graham's story that he told the young boy. He said, uh, you know, Mr. Graham, uh, will, will my dog be in heaven? And, and Billy Graham said, if that's what it takes for your heaven to be heaven, then your dog will be there. Okay, that's ni- it's nice. I got, I'm with it. I support that. But Jesus died for people. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not going to be apologetic for the truth. He died for people. And I once said on the air, he did. He died for for uh, for Peter, James, John, not for Fido. And boy, did I get a bunch of emails. <laughs> she wouldn't believe. It's not that your dog will or won't be. I don't know. Okay? That's my answer. Here's what I do know. Jesus died for people. And he cares about how you're doing. Now, having said that, you guys should know by now, I'm a very uh, passionate. I really like my dogs. Levi and, and Bert are great. Bert's coming along. <laughs> Levi's training him slowly but surely. But I've had dogs all my life. It's fantastic. I think they're wonderful. But I'm not going to go out in that theological ledge and say, oh, Jesus died for the dogs and the cats and the... No, nah, nah, that's, that's wrong. You can't say stuff like that. However, okay, in understanding that he died for us, you have to understand that the passion that God has for you and I exceeds that of any other element of his creation. That should make you blessed because of all the things that God created, Jesus focuses on us. It's like, really? <laughs> We're so mashugi. That's amazing, right? And next week we'll get into the depth of this, but it says, therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way so he can become a merciful and faithful high priest. It shows you right here a high priest. It tells you exactly what a high priest does. Uh, he can be uh, in every way so that he can become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God. A priest brings about matters pertaining to God. That's what Jesus is, the high priest, bringing to us an understanding uh, and an, an enlightenment, so to speak, and a connection between us and God. That's what a high priest is supposed to do. That's exactly 
what Jesus did. But he did that in revealing himself and the Father as well as the Holy Spirit. Made that very plain in his teachings. Here's the key that I'm going to leave you with. I'm not going to give you any more than this. I'm going to give you a little bit of a tease. I don't typically do this on radio, but it's kind of fun today. Okay? All right. Keep in mind that Jesus had to be made like his brothers and sisters in every way, so he became one of us, right? He knows what we go through. And then as we go further down the text, you find out that Jesus suffered and that he suffered as we do. It was tempted, so he's able to help us who have been tempted. Here's the ticket. It's theologically possible, don't get mad, that Jesus was tempted more than three times and that the three times are only what is recorded. Yes, I've heard the sermons and the teachings that those three encompass all the things that humanity goes through. Not sure I buy it, but I've heard it. Here's what I know for sure, because I don't know that part being true, this part I know being true. It says that he was tempted in every way like we are. And to me, he's out there 40 days and 40 nights. The scripture focuses on the three. We're not adding to the scripture. We're not saying he was or he wasn't. I just find it more comforting to think that Jesus was hit about from all the different sides so that he knows when I'm getting hit about from all the different sides what it's like. I just find that to be comforting. It's like I need him. I need my Savior to know. I don't need my Savior to know at a distance. I need him to know me. I need him to know what I went through. And I find it just wonderful, and I'll steal this line from the senior pastor at Lake Point Church, his line, not mine. But he said, it doesn't matter what you go through, here's the thing to always remember. Because of his passion for us and his compassion for us, Jesus is always a better Savior than you are a sinner. Thank you. That is so good. That's the guy should get that on a bumper sticker, slap that up. He should make a million dollars from that. But the bottom line to this is understanding that whatever it is you've been through, whatever it is you're going through, or whatever it is you will go through, the Lord knows. And so you can rely on him interceding for you, passionately connecting to you, and getting you through. That's the kind of high priest we have. It's like, yep, that's the guy I want. I want that guy. I want that guy to know there are times I want to go to in and out That's what I want because I'm a human being. That's why. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. 
No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Before we pray and before we get going, it's important for you to understand kind of where I'm coming from. A lot of you who, uh, those of you that were in the first service are going, oh no, here comes that joke again. Uh, Wrong, it's a different joke, so we'll go with that. Let's understand that being born and raised Jewish and becoming a Christian is very simply understood for all of you. That means two Jews, three opinions. If you can't figure that out, you're going to have a tough time the rest of this time. So let's talk about what that perspective is and what I learned growing up. There was a lady and she was on a bus and she was sitting next to a guy and she turns over to the guy and she taps him and she goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, mister, mister, are you Jewish? And he goes, no, no, I'm not. She goes, okay, thanks. Going further down, she taps him again. She goes, excuse me, excuse me, mister. She goes, are, are you Jewish? He goes, no, uh, I'm not Jewish, but thank you for asking. I appreciate that. They go a little further down, and she taps him again. She goes, excuse me one more time, mister. Are you sure you're not Jewish? He goes, no, I am not Jewish. I am not. She goes, okay, fine. A little further down, she taps him again. She goes, are you really sure you're not Jewish? He goes, fine, fine, I'm Jewish. She goes, funny, you don't look Jewish.